But sometimes a radical move of the Holy Spirit is opening your house up to have dinner with somebody. That's a radical move of the Holy Spirit. It doesn't have to be preaching from a pulpit. It can be sharing a meal with somebody who is struggling or going through something that they might not even be telling you about, but just being there for them. Welcome to the Theological Much Podcast. I am Jason. I'm Riley. And today we're going to be talking about how we are starting a discovery Bible study and hopefully that can help you if you're wanting to start that type of thing. So getting How do you start a discovery Bible study? How do we, how are we starting a discovery Bible study? Sorry. Okay, so a while ago I the forget. Lord impressed on <laughs> us. Impressed on us. We have sticky notes everywhere. That's how we remember. <laughs> So that we're like, okay, this is how we do it. Um, you don't see them, but they're back. Yeah. Um, the Lord impressed on us trying to reach people in our community okay. who weren't Jesus followers. Let's back up a little bit. Backing up. Got it. We, three years ago, felt the Lord call us to start a Bible study in our house. Did we do it, Jason? No. Why not? <laughs> we're dirty sinners. Okay. That is why. Actually, it's because we didn't really know how to do it, and we kept trying to bring people. And no and one was coming. No one did it. Like, I remember I had, like, 20 people. And I, I went to church that week, and I was like, guys, dude, I got, like, 20 people coming to my house. And I and just was like, And one person yeah, showed please. up, and it was the – just being real. It was <laughs> the one person that I didn't want to come. <laughs> then they showed up, and then the Holy Spirit was like, get a hold of yourself. But. Yeah, okay, so we never did this. We should have done it. And so now we're trying to help you do it because, well, we're now doing it. So what's the first step in doing this? So the first thing we are still doing, and uh, the Lord has really been trying, I don't want to say trying, but really showing us patience and long-suffering through, is building relationships. And this is something that I have been shown again and again and again, is that relationships are the most important. Around here, we have a saying in Southeast Ohio, People don't care what you know until they know that you care. And yep. that's true. It is. It is so true. And so we, I remember one night I kind of said this to Riley, not thinking. And then this is how the Holy Spirit works. I think it's a dumb idea. And the Holy Spirit uses me because I'm the donkey mm. <laughs> to say it. And then Riley's like, that's really good. And I'm like, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit, for using me. Uh, I said, what if we just picked one family every week to love? Yeah. To show the love of Jesus to. We don't. We don't go, hey, now come to our Bible study. We, we just give them love, no strings attached. Nothing, we're not asking for anything. We just show them love. Yeah, and that looks like sometimes just bringing a pizza. Sometimes that looks like calling them and asking how they're doing. Sometimes mm -hmm. that looks like showing up at their house and hanging out. Sometimes yeah. it looks like, you know, going out to do something. Whatever it is, we just try our best to build relationships with the people around us that God has placed in our life. Um, and that has allowed us to start this Discovery Bible Study. Now, most people, when they think of a Bible study, don't think that it's just like loving on people. They think, oh, we need to be like opening our Bible and reading through it and talking about this specific Bible verse. Well, I would agree that that can be a Bible study, but I don't think that it has to be the only way to do that. Because what if instead of we just sat around reading our verse and talking about it, we actually lived out the verse that Jesus talked about that we already should know? Mm, Sorry. I just went there. there. But I just think that that is the first step in starting a Discovery Bible study. Not starting a church, not starting all of these other things. Like, you can have a church with there's believers already. Coming. I think that's an important distinction, too. This is not starting a church. This is starting a discovery Bible study to discover with what the Bible says un with unbelievers. Right. So communion isn't present here, right? Because, because they're not unbelievers. believers. Right. So this isn't like, how do you start a home church? This is, how do I use this tool system 
the discovery Bible study method to reach non-believers. Mm -hmm. So building relationships is first part, super critical. Yep. We're still in that stage. So I don't want you to think that we're like over here like, man, look, they are super advanced and have started like 10 of these and all. No, we have barely, we have we're started on one, one and the one has failed multiple times. So we're still doing this. This is just how it we're doing it right time. now. It takes time. That's tip yeah. number two is that you don't want to rush into this season. You want to pray through the season. You want to pray specifically for the people that God's putting in your life and you want to love on those people. And that's the, the building relationships part. What is it you said? And if you just made this up, it was, please say you didn't because it sounded really good. But you said that it, it's like on average, like 24 months. Yeah. It can take anywhere from 18 to 24 months to build relationships with people enough to get them to ask a question about the Bible. My child is 14 two months old. years. That is, yeah, that is a year and a half to two years. That is stupid long. <laughs> that is so long. But in like all reality, it's not that long. No, it's not. I'm just impatient. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We're all extraordinarily impatient people. Time investment. It is a time, time investment. investment. We do not like the time investment because we want to be... And I, I, people are going to blow up because they think I'm hating on street preachers, which maybe I am. But I wanted to be a street preacher at one point, so maybe I get to hate on them. I don't know. But like, that's what we want. We just think you just preach it at them, and they're going to throw up the verse. Well, how do they believe without hearing and hearing through preaching? And blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's all good and, and fine. But if once all you they, get to that stage, if all they ever hear you do is preach and they like you're just that pre preachy person, they're not going to want to come to you. Yeah. They want to know that you have. Or you just think, who did Jesus preach against? The people that were religious hypocrites. And he opened his doors and ate meals with the people that were least expecting and had conversations with them. So this is absolutely biblical. Yeah, it is. It, it's super biblical. It's literally what Jesus did. But it doesn't, it, it, I don't know why, but I'm, it just doesn't seem like it's biblical yeah, compared to that. It doesn't because that's not what we're used to and what we see. Yes, it's not thank as, you for the words. Thank you. Yeah, but I'm reading this book right now. It talks about how the gospel comes with the house key. And it talks so much about how we just have to be willing to open our arms and open our homes and say, God, do with this what you want because it's yours and not mine. And when you do that, you start building these relationships that take time that take energy, that take food, that take money, that take all of these things. They take what you have to offer to the Lord and then you start building these relationships with people and then it just starts developing because you're not doing it. You cannot tell people about the Bible. The Holy Spirit has to reveal it to them. Mm -hmm. So why are you starting to scream at them anyways? Mm -hmm. I think the last point about it, at least advice that I can think of is let people be messy because they are yeah i am the type of person i'm very naturally black and white i like things to be black and white and i get frustrated when people don't understand i'm gonna use big word theological concepts like i do mm -hmm. like if somebody i remember when we were in youth and this kid asked me about the trinity and i just got so frustrated because i'm like why don't you understand it as if my pride shows itself as if i understand the trinity <laughs> but like people are going to come to you and sometimes just to be honest like i've had friends who have come to me with absolute heresy like they literally they're saying like crazy stuff that's total heresy very unbiblical yeah. and i want to freak out and puff my feathers up and just oh what are you doing you know but that's just part of the process i'm sure i probably believe heretical stuff right now right like i'm I, sure we do i'm sure that there are crazy things that i need checked on 
they, the internet will probably why, check us. That's on why it. we have people around us that are doing and checking us yeah. on those things. But like being messy looks like asking dumb questions sometimes and, and letting people ask dumb questions and not responding with immediate hate or judgment. Yeah. You just got to let them, you know, be a guide to them. Don't let them stay in the heresy. No. But let them show Reveal, them yeah. when the they, truth. Guide and them. And when people start asking, when people, when you get to the place where you are building relationships, you're letting people in, they're starting to like get messy near you, that's when you start opening up the scripture. That's when people say, well, what do you think about whatever it is? And you said, well, you know what? Jesus had this really cool verse about that. And then mm -hmm. that's when you start developing these Bible study groups of people that are actually studying the scriptures. But you've got to start out with the messiness. You've got to start out with the craziness. You've got to start out with just building relationships. And so we would just really encourage you to just, wherever you are right now, if you feel like the Lord's impressing on you to start st studying the scriptures, uh, and I would encourage you first and foremost to just study the scriptures and then pray and ask God to reveal people to you and then just start loving on them mm -hmm. because that is the best way to share the gospel with an unbeliever. It's yeah. not screaming at them unless they're asking. If they're already asking for it, skip step number one. And, and, and Don't skip. Go back to step number one. Continue building relationships. There are people that, that are just in open rebellion against the Lord that this is not a, the thing you do to reach them. Mm -hmm. There are people like that in our society that the discovery Bible study method will not work. This is not the end-all, this is not the like end-all be-all, end all, the only way to reach people for Jesus. This is a method. It's not the method. It's not the only biblical method, right? Like street preaching, I know some people don't like it, but I do think that's biblical in certain scenarios. But it's not the only way. And so this is a method. We're trying it. And we have, again, I know I, I don't, it may not make sense, but we've seen fruit from it. I've at least seen fruit in character development on my part. Oh, 100%. And I just think that that I we want to offer this to you as a way, if you're struggling in ministry and you think, I can't reach people for Jesus. Uh, we've said this before, but sometimes a radical move of the Holy Spirit is opening your house up to have dinner with somebody. That's a radical move of the Holy Spirit. It doesn't have to be preaching from a pulpit. It can be sharing a meal with somebody who is struggling or going through something that they might not even be telling you about, but just being there mm -hmm. for them. Yeah. So, hey, if you have liked this video and you want more like it, click next.